Welcome back to the IndyCar Show. Burnout Sports, burnoutsports.com. I'm Tony Donahue. We have so much to discuss. The IndyCar schedule for 2023 has been released. Also, Jimmy Johnson's plans for next season. We have a new driver that will contend for Rookie of the Year in 2023. And where some of the other dominoes could fall as far as silly season for IndyCar, we will discuss. Before we do that, wanted to send our thoughts down to Florida, the western side of the state. A lot of friends down there from Orlando to St. Pete to Naples. Uh, went to St. Pete for the IndyCar race this year. Made a lot of friends down there. And then our partner here with Burnout Bets at Indy underscore bet. Our friend Mike lives down there. Uh, I was thinking about him and his family and hoping everything um, goes as smooth as possible and there's a return to normalcy um, also as soon as possible. So wanted to uh, send our thoughts down there before we got rolling here on the IndyCar show. A lot to talk about. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, 10-race bucket list schedule coming up in 2023. The decision to cut back and no longer run a full-time IndyCar schedule, I think, is the right decision for Jimmy Johnson. Um, You know, you could speculate all you want about Carvana and maybe them scaling back a little bit. That hasn't been confirmed. Could possibly be part of it. Um, But but I look back to Long Beach for Jimmy Johnson, as I wrote about on BurnoutSports.com. I look back at Long Beach and that accident, and Jimmy, you got to be thinking, man, do I really need to be out here on the road and street courses, running in the back of the field, crashing into into barriers, crashing into the concrete walls, uh, and possibly risking injury that would keep me out of the Indianapolis 500, which now seems to be the biggest goal for Johnson is to run that again and to win the Indianapolis 500. So. Um, I, I, I do like the decision. Now, as far as this 10-race bucket list schedule for 2023 looks like, this obviously has to include the Indianapolis 500. Does it maybe include the double? I think it's tougher than what people think. I know there's been rumors about Kyle Busch doing it. Um, I just have some – I mean, I know Jimmy's in incredible shape and is a great athlete, but I do have some concerns about, about him running 1,100 miles that day. Um, but you never know. We'll see. Um, I, I do believe that – he probably still wants to run the oval portion of the IndyCar schedule. He was great at Texas. He was making moves at Iowa. Gateway, he was okay. But I, but I think you look at what he has done on the ovals in his first go-round, how much better he would be coming back to all these ovals a second time, uh, which would obviously be a third and fourth race at Iowa. But coming back to these races with that experience I think is huge. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if Johnson continued on a path to where he was going to run a lot of these bucket list races around the schedule and also still continue to run uh, the Indianapolis 500 and the IndyCar schedule. So um, looking forward to seeing what Jimmy Johnson does in 2023 and the strides that hopefully he will continue to make uh, on ovals uh, throughout the IndyCar schedule. And we'll see if it's a Daytona 500 run or if Trackhouse gets involved in some way. Um, but but good for Jimmy Johnson. The eyeballs that he's brought to this sport. He has an awesome social media team. Uh, just really excited to what Jimmy Johnson brought to IndyCar, the new eyes that um, he brought to the sport and helping it continue to grow because I think IndyCar continues to grow. Has a lot, to work, a lot of work to do, but still does continue to grow um, across not only the United States, but in the world as an auto racing entity. So uh, shout out to Jimmy Johnson for helping uh, move that needle forward for IndyCar. So the next item up for bid would be the 2023 IndyCar schedule. 
I know there were some complaints out there that they're not going to the East Coast. They didn't add a new race. I think we're going to see some new races added in 2024. I think that's kind of been the goal for IndyCar here over the last couple of years is to set up some things for 2024. I'm not as against the 2023 schedule as a lot of people out there might be. Yes, it's very consistent to what we've seen. There's been a couple date changes. I know there's about a three, four-week gap to start the season between races between St. Pete and Texas. Um, I get that, but you're avoiding the NCAA tournament. Two weekends of that uh, during that stretch. So I understand that you know you start that first race and you want to keep that momentum going through the next couple of weekends. But um, I'm not as concerned about that as, as a lot of people were. Are they going to the East Coast? No. Do I think that that changes over the next several years? Absolutely. But I don't mind the schedule. Um, yeah, you've got a lot of races on NBC. You've got a couple on USA Network. And then you've got Toronto on Peacock. Some of the times have not been announced yet as far as when these start times will be as far as the green flag waves, um, despite the fact that IndyCar's website and app had to have a um, had to have a, a start time, I guess, on their website. Confusing. Uh, nonetheless, I don't mind it. Um, you'll see a lot of good racing, and it, and it seems like the momentum is going to be kept up throughout the season. You're not going to see those three-week gaps that we saw a few times last year and certainly a few years ago with the Olympics going on. The final three races of the season will be a, a crazy three-week stretch, though in a test or two, depending on where you want to line up your test as a team, going back-to-back St. Louis, Portland, and Laguna Seca to wrap up the season by um, by mid-September, I believe. That date is September 10th for that final race of the 2023 schedule. Again, don't mind the schedule at all. Actually kind of like the consistency again. We will see changes in 2024. Will it be Milwaukee? Will it be Watkins Glen? Could it possibly be Richmond? That's still yet to be determined, but I do think those are the three races that we will see certainly um, pick up steam, pick up momentum to bringing IndyCar back uh, in 2024 or beyond. So uh, keep an eye out on that. But again, uh, didn't mind the schedule. Very consistent. It seems like everybody has been happy with their dates, um, still honoring their contracts, which is always a good thing. And can't wait to get to a bunch of races next year. I had a great time this year. St. Pete was great. Mid-Ohio, Road America, Iowa was one of my favorite weekends. Uh, always love Nashville. We're going to get a new race next year in Detroit. That should spice some things up downtown Detroit. We'll see if maybe that's a, a good race. Does it become a crap show like maybe we've seen uh, at, at Nashville so far? Has that become a second wild card? But that'll be an interesting four-week stretch because you'll have the Indianapolis Grand Prix followed by Indianapolis 500 qualifying, followed by the Indianapolis 500 followed by that new race at Detroit on the streets. Um, so that's going to be a very telling four-week period. And I always talk about the championship right there. That's kind of where it swings. When you come out of Indy and you have double points at the Indianapolis 500, that's kind of when you really have a clear picture of where the championship race will be. You can narrow it down to about six drivers, but then again, guys like Scott Dixon, who had a who had a really good Indianapolis 470 last year, uh, and then the final 30 miles kind of, Went to crap after that pit lane violation. He got hot. Joseph Newgarden, very up and down season, but wins five races. Yeah, doesn't win the championship. So um, I, I look forward to that four weekend stretch where there's a lot of points on the line uh, from the three events at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 
to that race at Detroit. That'll be new. That'll kind of level the playing field a little bit. So, uh, yeah, again, didn't really mind the schedule. actually liked it. And uh, But, however, I do want to see different changes and different races in 2024, and I certainly think that we will. Well, if you follow Brown Sports or myself on Twitter at Tony Indy, you knew that Benjamin Peterson was going to go to A.J. Foyt Racing in some form or capacity. He told me in the paddock in Nashville he was going IndyCar next year as he stood in the Foyt Racing pit. Now, we do not know this will be the 14 or the 4. There are still things in the work with Dalton Kellett on whether he will be back or not. Um, uh, there has been some rumblings in the paddock privately about his performances, his um, final few races, let's just say, when there was a championship race going on around him and being cognizant of that. Nonetheless, Benjamin Peterson brings a Alberto Beef Jerky to A.J. Foyt Racing. Uh, he will contend for Rookie of the Year next year. Might be one of maybe two rookies. We don't know who's going to be in that Hunkos Hollinger Racing second car. Uh, if that's a rookie, that's kind of your two rookies as of right now. Possibly, we might see one more, maybe two more. But congratulations to Benjamin. We'll see. You know, what What I kind of teased back in, man, when was this? This was, this was before... This was before Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. I teased that Stingray Rob was looking to go to IndyCar, and people were saying, wait, what? There's no way. Well, trust me, my source on that, uh, as I knew, um, was a little bit ahead of what he had told me he was, but the entrance was certainly there, and the money that they have could possibly see Stingray Rob go to road and street courses for the entire season, maybe the Indianapolis 500, maybe not and then have an oval driver, they want to go Chevy. I've been told that Stingray Rob's camp does want to run Chevy. Um, Whether there's a connection with the Chevrolet Stingray, I don't know. But that could line him up perfectly for a spot at Foyt to run the road courses and maybe the 11 car with J.R. Hildebrand, who is still listed as a driver on the A.J. Foyt Racing site, although Kyle Kirkwood and Tatiana Calderon are not. Could we see J.R. Hildebrand back on ovals with... Stingray Rob funding the bill for the road and street courses. Could it be an Ed Carpenter racing type of situation where Ed Carpenter stays on the oval and Stingray runs the road courses in maybe that 33 car? Does maybe Peretta say, we want to go full time. We're going to take some of Stingray Rob's money to run ovals for him and then put Simona Di Silvestro in the road and street courses. I think Peretta Autosport will have a little bit more backing next year from the BitNile Group that is sponsoring Renus VK, Ed Carpenter, and Connor Daly. Um, those are just some things that have been talked about that are being speculated. And I know a lot of you are going to say, oh, well, I only deal with facts and not speculation. Well, go around the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, it's all speculation. Turn on ESPN, all those shows are built off speculation. So uh, just keep that in mind moving forward. But I do think we'll see seeing Ray Robb. In some capacity, in IndyCar, still a lot to be determined whether that'll be with um, a, a team like Foyt or somewhere else. Where does that put Linus Lundquist? I think he's still waiting to see what Takuma Sato is going to do. If Takuma Sato retires, then obviously the choice would be for Linus to move up from Indy Lights with that $500,000, which is another story, uh, to move up and, and possibly pilot that car. Does he maybe pilot it? on the road and street courses, and Sato only run the ovals 
I don't think Sato's ready to give up the Indianapolis 500 quite yet. But with that Honda money, I could see him maybe going back to Andretti and doing a one-off for an Andretti Autosport team that, outside of Colton Herta, won't have any winners inside of their cockpits when the green flag flies at St. Pete. Do they maybe say, hey... We can get some sponsorship going, and 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 it'll be worthy to us and help our cause to have a former two-time Indianapolis 500 winner in our car. One of those 500 wins, obviously, for Sato coming in 2017 with Andretti Autosport. So still a lot to dissect, still a lot to come. I do think, again, we will see Stingray Rob next year in some form or capacity. Um, you know, I, I, I know people are going to say, well, not a lot of people are doing the oval slash road course, but I think IndyCar and a lot of these teams, including Foyt, are at a point where you got to see where the money's coming in at. And if it makes sense to run an oval and a road course program for two different drivers, if financially it makes sense, uh, you certainly want to do that. Um, so we'll see where that ends up landing. Uh, somebody like Stingray Rob, but again, interesting to see that the car for Benjamin Peterson will be ran out of Indianapolis. Um, that 14 car usually ran out of the Texas shop. Maybe they're moving everything up here. We don't know. Um, still yet to be determined. But, uh, again, a lot of things still still to fall here. Hunko's Hollinger Racing's second car. Does Meyer Shank run a third car at the Indianapolis 500? Um, that'll be tough because the Honda engine allotment isn't there, I don't think. But if a team like that with two Indianapolis 500 winners comes to you and says, hey, we want to run a third um, maybe that conversation does get going. Uh, all things NASCAR, check out Tristan Greider and the Indie Boys podcast. Tristan's been doing a great job bringing you a little bit of a younger version of what's going on in the NASCAR world and how he sees it from his perspective. Uh, we had a tire debacle at Texas last week for NASCAR Talladega. This week is always a debacle, so be sure to follow the Indie Boys podcast as well. We've got some big things in the works here at Burnout Sports, so thank you so much for following liking, subscribing. Um, we'll keep these podcasts going here throughout the offseason as news comes to mind. Thanks so much for listening and supporting Burnout Sports. I'm Tony Donahue. Have a great rest of your week. And, uh, again, thoughts down to everybody in the Florida western coast area um, as this hurricane gets closer to landfall uh, near St. Pete, near Naples, near Orlando, Florida. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.